to Around the Block. As always, I'm Rebecca. I'm Molly. And I'm Leanne. And today we are here to talk about sports. Um, but we have two special guests that I'm going to have Molly and Rebecca introduce. Yeah, so oh. we have two very special guests today, uh, Greg and Matt, um, who are our cousins. Sorry, Leanne, not directly related to you, adjacent. Um, and they kind of, you know, did the podcast thing before we did. Um, if you know uh, New Heights, they came before that. No Kelsey Brothers, Bernstein Brothers, all the way. Greg and Matt with their podcast, Burner Account, um, all about sports. It's very interesting. I learn a lot. Very much enjoy listening to it. I'm a dedicated fan. Um, if you guys want to say hi, say a little about yourself, maybe. Just say hi. <laughs> what an introduction. Rebecca, Molly, Leanne, great to be here. Uh, as fellow podcasters, we're honored to join you in the ring here. Your reputation as recorders precedes itself as well. Uh, and as sports fans, I should add. Um, we have a lot of good sports memories over the years in the family. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to touch on a few of those today. Leanne, not so sure. You know, you're on, you're on the borderline here. Uh, you know, we understand that you have a passive interest. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. But very nice of you guys to invite us and to uh, allow us to, you know, talk about our realm. You know, we're coming on your show and you're turning it, you know, you're turning it over into our territory, laying out the sports, the sports map. And we greatly appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. I'm... Uh... Grateful to be here. Appreciate the invitation. Appreciate the shout out. Nice to meet one of the nine loyal listeners of Burner Account. You know, it's always appreciated. So uh, good looking out. And, uh, you know, hey, you, look, you never know. Big pressure for us, Greg. If we if we perform well and around the block, maybe we, maybe we get that sweet, sweet double digits, right? I mean, here we go. And then really watch out, Kelsey's. We're coming for you. Yeah, syndication <laughs> will just be a small step away. Love it. Love it. You don't need to be dating the Times uh, person of the year to have a great podcast. <laughs> Who wants to get us started with the thorn and rose of the week? Molly, you normally I guess first. I'll go first. I feel like I usually go first. <laughs> um, My thorn of the week would probably be um, like the beginning of last week. I had a bit of a stuffy nose. Um, which made it hard to like sleep since I was like breathing out of my mouth, <laughs> but it's on the up and up. So that is good. Um, but that was very annoying. Um, so my rose, well, I have two roses, as I have mentioned. Um, my first rose is that I had put my name in the lottery for the Chicago marathon and I got in. So I will be running the Chicago oh. marathon next October. So I, you should all come and watch. <laughs> very exciting um yeah so now i have to actually train for it so but don't need to do that quite yet so that that's good. huge now you guys have done a marathon before right yes. so this will be number two for you number two yep not yeah. me i won't be participating <laughs> i'll get to my thorn reason why <laughs> oh no not again. um but yeah so this will be a lot different than the last one which was like a couple hundred people as opposed to like almost 50,000 people. So <laughs> we'll be a bit of a different, but one of my friends is also going to run it. So we're going to train together. So we'll be fun. And my other quick rose is I went and saw Hamilton last week, which was very fun. Very good. 
very much enjoyed it. So those are my two roses. Who wants very to go? Cool. I guess I'll go next because I mentioned. Um, so my thorn is that uh, I've been having like on and off foot problems since like August. <laughs> and I thought it was getting better last week. Uh, but then I woke up on Saturday and my foot, it was hurting again. So it's a little frustrating. I am in physical therapy, so that's good. Although I got the bill last week and that wasn't good. So not sure about that. <laughs> um so that's frustrating because I kind of just want to I don't need I don't need to run a lot I don't need to do another marathon for a long time but I want to just be able to like go out for a nice little jog and not be in pain um so yeah so that's a bit of a bummer um my rose is that I um signed a lease for a new apartment on Saturday so it's very exciting um because I am moving in January um not fully by choice but my rent went up so I am finding or found a place that is cheaper so that's exciting and um I'm excited for the new place not really excited for the move but um I think it will be good in the long run I'll be saving some money so that'll be nice yeah we headed staying in staying in Brunswick or or um I'll actually technically now be in Portland so oh Mm mm-hmm Okay. Yeah. Portland, well, Oregon or Portland, Maine? <laughs> Portland, Maine. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like a city dweller, I guess. <laughs> but, yes. Very fun. Leanne, do you want to go? Um, sure. So, okay. My thorn um is probably still continuing with the car saga still unregistered still figuring out everything with that so that's been really um a big pain um and I got three kids that were kind of thrown at me that I now need to assess and test for um varying things dyslexia language stuff super fun um but I don't have time in my schedule at school to do that so um a little bit stressed a little bit um I don't know just generally it's a it's a fun time um so those are probably my thorns wait why don't my rose quickly why don't you just share what you do just so they know um I'm a speech pathologist in an elementary school so um yeah I just graduated in May and then officially got a job offer a month later in the town nearby um so yeah it's been really it's been really good um but a lot because well lots of kids need speech and they're just kind of like here let's just like throw everyone at you and I'm like no you don't need speech there's not that's not necessary (laughs) um so yeah um it's absurd, actually. The number of parents were like, is my child speaking fine? And I'm like, yes, that's that's normal. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so those are probably my thorns. My rose, which is like kind of related, was that I had some extra time today because like four of the kids that I was supposed to see were absent, which is fantastic. <laughs> um, and I actually got some of that aforementioned testing done during a time when I was supposed to see one of those kids. So um, that was good. Um, and I had a really delicious brownie like 30 minutes ago, which was also a th- uh, rose for today because brownies are like one of my favorite desserts ever. Um, oh, and another one, just a quick one though. <laughs> Finally started reading Iron Flame 
um, the book club book that we're reading this month that I was very, very excited about. So um, I'm liking it so far and it's, it's been fun to read. Yeah, that one. That's currently staining Becca's fingers black. The hardcover, it like rubs black off on your fingers. I don't know. I just kept waking up kind of scared that my fingers were I'm reading it on my Kindle. Even though I have the physical copy like up there. Are mostly okay right now, but they were, they were pretty black this morning. <laughs> Anyways, great oh. ones, Leanne. I, Thank I you. Like that we just uh, you. experienced one of Leanne's hot takes from a previous episode, which was buying physical copies of books that she's reading on oh. Kindle, which I <laughs> yes. I greatly appreciated. Well, so it I look well, you backed it up. Right, I didn't literally. Know I, I can okay. see it, folks. You're going to have to trust me. I understand this is an audio format, but I can see it. It's real. That was not a made-up hot take just for entertainment. It is true. I've seen the Kindle. It's a, it's a real I've problem. I've seen the book. They are, they are both there, both present, with the same words, both present. I, Leanne, I love it. I'm glad I'm glad it's genuine. You're really... That made my night. That's my rose. That. That's my rose. Oh. <laughs> you want to go next? Yeah, I can go. I can go. Um, you know, my rose, uh, my rose, other, I mean, definitely, you know, being on the pot is definitely a rose. I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've been enjoying listening and, you know, it's nice, nice. To One of this. our also 10 fans. No, I don't think we have 10 hey, followers. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I love around the block. Um, so yeah, it's a real, it's a real highlight to be here. I would say also, I've really been enjoying uh, celebrating Hanukkah. I enjoy Hanukkah a lot. I love, uh, I love, you know, it's a bit cliche probably, but I really, I really enjoy the way like a menorah looks when it's the only light source, right? Like when all the lights are off and it's mm -hmm. glowing, I think it's very pretty. Um, and I've really been enjoying it. Um, and I found that it, in particular this year, it's, it's pretty busy month of December for me. And it's been nice to have kind of like a nightly thing to just like slow down for a second. You know, you light the candles, look at them for a little bit and uh it's been it's been great so that's that's the rose oh i was supposed to do the thorn first so I that's okay to, uh, <laughs> dang, a uh, great uh, rose though i love Fred, that you're gonna i have to, Fred, you're really gonna have to pick us up home. here bro <laughs> so i'll be lighting them after this but nice nice so yeah a good rose uh thor you know i think i jumped straight to the rose i don't i don't really have have a thorn i uh things things are great things are going well uh I'll say the thorn, the thorn is a, is my constant thorn every winter. It's too dark, too early. The sun is, is not out except when I'm in school. Likely, and I also work in a school uh, and I find myself often getting there like kind of when the sun is, is up, but not really. And then leaving and it's just pitch black. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I missed it today. Uh, I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> So yeah, that's the thorn, and I guess that's why I'm enjoying the uh, the Hanukkah lights so much because exactly. I'm missing light. So that, that brings connection. me back to the road. Yeah, there I flipped it. I got it right in the end. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> great job, great job. Loved it. Round us off. All righty, the Pete Rose and the Rod Thorn uh, for all you sports <laughs> enthusiasts out there. So Rose, <laughs> as we sail one over the heads of uh, the uh, fellow, uh, anyway, uh, Rose is going to be, uh, I went to my second ever Chicago Bulls game this week. Second ever, sorry, second ever since I moved to Chicago. I was, I was fortunate enough to go see Michael Jordan play when I was, uh, 
a little boy, but uh, I've been here coming up on six and a half years now. This was my second Bulls game, and I got to see the Chicago Bulls play the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, now that's not going to be confused for, you know, Lakers Celtics 1985 anytime soon. But what I will say is if, if you had to drop me in one seat in the stadium and say you would sit in this seat for the next 50 years for basketball games, I have that seat. I had that seat. I mean, I don't think I've ever had such a seat for a basketball game, you know, not on the floor, you know, which is, that's more of a celebrity thing. You know, you want to be seen, you want to tweet, you want to Instagram, you want to give Spike Lee a hug. That's when you want to be on the court, but you don't see, you know, you're right on the game. Uh, I was dead, you know, just a little, a smidge to the right of the, of the midcourt line. So I, I was in on one basket and an angle on the other, 20 rows up maybe. I mean, and, and I had, I had, I did have one row behind me. And then they had the, they had the brick wall behind them, you know, which separates, you know, the uh, the the others uh, from from you know the the bottom room. Yeah. And so <laughs> I I did I did uh, that was a heck of a seat. I did enjoy that, and you saw the game fully. Uh, that was a fortuitous turn of events. Uh, you know, I I got a you know someone important dropped out, and I and I snuck in the back door, and I got to see the game. So that was my rose, my thorn. Uh, is gonna is an easy one for me this week. On Friday, I had to have a tooth yanked out, so I got tooth number five. Uh, for all you would be dentists at home, yanked right out of there. It wasn't doing its job. It was eroding a little bit, so we had to have what they call in the business an extraction. Uh, that's what we did. I'm happy to say this would this would be my my first surgery if you want to count it as such. So I've been fortunate. I uh, never had to go under the knife. Uh, you know, this was just a little local anesthetic. Um, and we got through it okay. And it really wasn't too bad. Uh, I think the difficult parts are the eating, uh, just the the inconvenience of it. You know, I, I, I'm kind of able to eat everything because I got a whole side to chew on, but it's just not quite the same experience, you know, when you have to cautiously work your way through every bite. It's not exactly the best way to enjoy a meal. And actually, believe it or not, it's kind of difficult to talk. So it's not, it's not as <laughs> easy. The podcast. Yeah, good timing. Uh, you know, so hopefully I'm doing all right. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. I think I'm getting more used to it. Just a little weird. Um, I have an occasional lisp, I think, just the way the tongue is hitting the gap. And, the you know, it's kind of something new. Uh, so I'm working on that. And it's uh, a little tired, but overall, not, not too bad. Um, not too bad. It's going to be a long process. Uh, these things take forever. I mean, you wouldn't you'd think with medicine and stuff we'd, but you know, it's going to be like a six to eight month process of getting the implant and all this and whatever. And so hey, it won't be, it won't be, you know, anything going on, but it's just, uh, it is amazing. It is amazing. One little tooth, not doing its job. So that was unfortunate, but I'm on the other side of it. Uh, and uh, we're, we're, you know, on the recovery road, the let's say up. on the up and up, on the up and up. And there you yeah, go. That's, you never had your um, wisdom teeth out. Never had my wisdom teeth out. You know, I've had quite a few run-ins that have required stitches, some staples once. But, you know, I, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I never had to go under the knife. Never had to have any general anesthesia, um, uh, to my knowledge, you know. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's where you want to be. And, and you know, we had to have an extraction. So it's okay. Um, hopefully I'll keep the wisdom and all the rest of them and, and we can we can... We can work with uh, what's left. 
I had two. I had two of my um adult teeth extracted before I had braces because I it was too crowded. But they didn't like. Then they just closed in the gaps though. But I know how you feel. It was like the like two in the front too. So interesting. So they took out two teeth from you and didn't put anything back. Nope. Then oh, they just have your, you have your the top gaps. wisdom teeth. But I do have my top wisdom teeth, but not my bottom. It's confusing. Um, great job, guys. The thorn and rose. That's we're just getting started. So, um, great to hear about everyone's uh days, weeks, um, lives of recent. Um, so as Leanne said, we're going to be talking about uh sports today. Um, but more specifically, sports memories. So we're kind of combining themes of the burner account, which is about sports, and around the block, which about many things, but a lot focus on memories and reminiscing about the past. So um, everyone's going to share two memories that they have surrounding sports, whether it's playing or participating um, or uh, sports watching related memory. Um, so we'll go around and kind of hear everyone's stories and, and go from there. So does anyone want to go first? I guess I'll go first. <laughs> Not even jump at once. Um, so my first memory that I thought of was throwing it back to high school cross country. Um, I don't know if Leanne and Rebecca might remember the beginning of the story. I can't um so all of cross country, I was like kind of on the cusp of varsity. So I've sometimes run in varsity races and sometimes run in JV races. And we had this one race our senior year that was like varsity only in Rhode Island and the one girl that was supposed to run it was injured so I was like next up to go and this was I think like Friday before the Saturday race probably yeah um, I think it was like Thursday or Friday they like yeah. pulled you out of class or so I was in like first class of the day was with Rebecca and Leanne our English class and Marn came to the door and was like can I talk to Molly <laughs> I was like what do you want to talk about and he was like, oh, like, Sam dropped out. Like, do you want to run tomorrow? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, let's go. And But since it was just varsity, of course, we didn't have, like, a bus or anything. And he's like, oh, can your mom drive you to Rhode Island tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, of course she can. <laughs> so we did go to the race. And it was, like, a fairly big invitational, um, a bunch of schools there. And I, so there's like a lot of people to run against and I end up PRing in the race. It was very exciting. And I remember um, our coach like running near me at like the end of the race being like, come on, Molly. And I was like running down and I saw him like running next to me. So it was very fun um, and a good race. And I have yet to run that fast since then. So maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> That's tremendous. What was the distance? It was a 5K. 5K. And I ran it in like 23.50 something. Can't remember the exact. I have to look it up. And that's our that's our PB that's to my this day. PB. Love and, it. But funnily, because I it was like last minute, I actually ran as the girl who dropped out. So it's like under a different person's name. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look it up, it doesn't seem like I ran it, but I, I did. I promise you. We believe you. So, yeah, I remember that. That was a good day. I remember that I I decided to skip dance class to go watch you run. Um, and I our coaches were like, oh, you can 
like come with us as we like run around to cheer everyone on which was like I was like hustling they're sprint like watching cross country is just like as hard as almost running the race because you're just running around to spectate at different parts but depending on the courses like you have to go a lot of different places or whatever so I just remember also sprinting along to cheer on you guys from different places it was a fun day fun times better than when you ran to someone else and came in last yeah that was a different story <laughs> that, that, person that wasn't was a favorite memory no, so no no, no. <laughs> need to bring that up more but it was me in the car right behind so <laughs> it's, a happy show today. Yeah, it's a happy, happy show. show we don't need to we don't need to dive it's into a happy that. Show. <laughs> um i mean i guess i could go because i also have like a high school running related memory <laughs> You want to stick with the um so mine's more track related um so in i think starting in middle school into high school my goal was always to run uh under a seven minute mile which is not that fast i'm not the fastest person but i feel like it's a pretty good benchmark to being like okay you're like a runner a, a semi-serious like high school runner um, so it took me until I was a junior in high school, um, to run that and, but a very interesting story of how that happened. So I remember our last meet junior year, I ran like a seven, what well, it was like a seven twelve or something, or maybe even less than that around seven ten, I think. And I was like, and it was like a still like a 10 second PR or something from the last one I had ran. But I was still like, I was bummed. I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. Like, I'm so close. Last one of the year, I'm at like peak, peak training. Like, I'm going to have to wait a whole year until I'm at this point again. So our coach, same coach, um, he was like, oh, I'll, I'll like pace you and we'll run it together like in practice. What, like two days from now or something. I don't remember exact timing. A couple days from then. Um, and he's like, and then you can get your sub seven. So whatever, a couple days from then we, he like tells everyone, like everyone in school, my teachers are like coming up to me like, oh, good luck when you run after school today. And I was like, I'm already stressing enough for this thing. Um, and the, the whole like distance group, like everyone stayed before they went off on their runs to like watch us at the track as we ran around it. Um, and so we ran, whatever, he paced me. I probably probably could have done it. Obviously, I was physically capable of doing it, but having someone who paces you every lap makes it a little easier. Um, so we ran it together, and I got a 6.57, so that was very exciting. Um, and that's just a very special memory I have with my coach who ran it with me. Um, and, like, he went out of his way to run. I don't know. Like, he was off and on injured throughout his <laughs> life, so I don't know how he did that, but... Um, yeah, he did that for me, and um, I always look very fondly back at that memory that I share with him. Um, and I got my goal of being under seven, and I think actually my senior year, the last me, I ran a 6.59, I think, just like in our last race, so I was able to do it again. But that first that first special time um, was very significant, so that's my uh, first memory. That's a great job, Rebecca. Under seven minutes for a mile is is no joke. That's not easy. Uh, you can't do that without training, no matter who you are. You got to be practiced. You got to be studious. You got to be involved. That's a serious time. I mean, that's a good time. Very good. 
I remember that. <laughs> you were there. I was there. Very nice. I'm dying to hear about Leanne's uh, athletic pursuits. <laughs> okay, I mean, so half first off, this, this is why I showed up. To, you know, this, <laughs> this is what the crowd showed up for. No, I just want to say I have nothing against sports. I just it's not what I gravitate towards. If I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna watch something that's not sports because my dad has it on all the time, and sometimes I just need something that's not sports. That being said. Um, I do have a very, very early memory um, from, I don't know, I must have been like four or five um, when, you know, your parents are kind of throwing you into like all different kinds of sports to see what might stick. Um, and they tried to put me in soccer. Um, there's a reason that I'm not known for playing soccer. Um, and I, I don't think I even know that we soccer. I started um and then I thought that people were too mean because you had to be like you had to be more competitive when you come to soccer like you know that's just how the game works um and I am not that person <laughs> so I very distinctly remember playing like you know going to practices and and doing fine and then it came to like you know even the little peewee kid games and I was like I can't do this um and so I did not last long in soccer but I do think it is a very entertaining fun little part of my life to talk about just because so many people love soccer and it just was not the sport for me um so that's my that's my first memory just because I I thought it was funny that I tried soccer wasn't it <laughs> but I did do softball from like I don't even know Probably second grade until I was in like eighth grade. So that's my, that is going to be my next memory is something related to that. But yeah, soccer was not it, which is so funny because it was for you, Molly, right? Like that was your thing. Through eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. Right? I didn't know that you played soccer, Leanne. You have like, were you on like one of the teams with the plain colored shirts? Yeah, Yeah. It was the orange, the bright orange shirts from just in town yeah i think we were um, all orange we must have been on di- it was all orange i remember yeah. we had like red blue no i think we were also orange <laughs> we were all orange no oh. no i mean like no before before so no like orange was like the color of the town but before that when you're peewee everyone there's like all the different teams well, we were light blue with the okay so there's i think i have a red shirt too but like there's all the block colors of the little peewee soccer. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, well, yeah, I remember being I remember having an orange shirt. But so I don't orange. remember a ton other parts of <laughs> soccer because I didn't stick with it and I thought it people were too mean. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, honestly. Great one. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's the first one. Do either of you have a soccer related memory to follow that up? Ooh. Or or something else. One of you can go next. I wasn't gonna go soccer. Are you gonna go soccer, Maddie? I, right. I'll go soccer. I, okay. I got go ahead. I a few. I, I can go soccer here. So <laughs> I uh you know, I, I decided well, first of all, what the listening audience needs to fully understand is is that I'm truly a horrific athlete. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've really I've done the data. I've seen, I've seen the results. It's not, it's not pretty, uh, you know, so I wanted, I, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. I'm not going to do it. 
but soccer related. What I wanted to do was to, uh, you know, fudge the numbers a little bit and, and give it a coaching story. Cause uh, you know, I, I, I'm not in, I would I'm count not in that. the playing. I would time. count that. You, you know, it's countable, it's countable, but I, I didn't, my first appearance on the pod, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. I want to make sure right down the middle. Uh, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you my soccer story from high school. Uh, so I will say, you know, I grew up in the UK, uh, and soccer was definitely the biggest sport at our high school. Uh, Greg, I'm sure you would agree with that. And I, you know, it was a real, there was, it was a pretty high, high level of, of players. There were some pretty good players on the team. Um, and it was a challenge for me throughout high school to make the team. We only had a varsity team. Like that's the way it worked was, you know, there was like a team and everybody got to play in, in practice. Like there was just like one, you know, you come out for practice, but then you were kind of building up towards uh, and, and toward the tournament at the end of the season, like the, you know, what would be the playoffs for, for American school. Um, and throughout the season we played, other teams and you know they picked different teams like different squads basically for each match kind of similar similar vibe to how you know like professional soccer would work obviously it's not a professional level but in the sense that like you're trying to be in the squad and in the team uh you know and so my ninth grade year i was actually too young to because i have a, a later birthday i was too young to make the team not that that would have made a difference uh it wasn't anywhere near sophomore year uh i was old enough but uh still didn't make a difference uh and then junior year i remember that i was like finally in in the mix so to speak uh and you know on the fringes but like for the like sophomore year it was not even close like it was not it was outside the realm of possible like Junior year, I was on the fringes. I made it into like a, you know, one of the squads for one of the regular season games and didn't end up, you know, I made it on like the, they released like a long list for the tournament team. So they like did like a first cut and then I was on the long list. I was super happy about that. And then didn't make it in the tournament, which was as expected. It was a good decision by the manager. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and then senior year, I finally, I made it into the tournament team, I was very proud of that. I'm still, you know, still proud to have made it. I really like had to work hard to get there. Um, and so then I'm gonna fast forward and take you to senior year, which unfortunately we had a good team and we really underperformed in the tournament. We expected to be like in we were we were hoping to win it, like we were in we wanted to be there. We got knocked out in the group stages because we had like a really bad loss to a team that we were way better than. And we just kind of overlooked them. Like we were looking ahead towards who we were going to play in the knockout round. Let that be a lesson to you out there. <laughs> Don't overlook your opponents. Uh, so then we're in the consolation bracket. And it's the last game of the consolation bracket. It's like the sixth, seventh place game. And we're winning pretty easily against uh, this, this school. And I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was DSL, the, the German, Deutsche Schule London, the German school of London. And my coach said, I'm a defender uh, and, and like not a good one. So my coach says I can go play striker. And he's like, go try to score a goal. I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh, so I proceed. I'm up top, you know, and I, as, as a soccer player, uh, 
you know, foot skill, things like foot skills, like touch, finishing, like finesse, precision. None of that is my game. Like that's not what I do. Okay. So it turns out that that's helpful if you're a striker. So first thing that happens is the, you know, midfielder on the right, he plays this big ball over the top to me. Uh, perfect pass, great pass. And it's just sitting there. Uh, and I'm kind of just like waiting for it to, it like bounced. And I was just like waiting for it to come down a little bit. Um, and I didn't really think about the fact that like, I could have just like taken a touch, like headed it or like lifted my foot. And I'm just going to like stand there and wait. And, and inevitably the goalkeeper like pretty easily captured it. So, all right, all right, I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Then, uh, the ball is played through on the ground and I'm in a foot race with the goalkeeper goalkeepers running out i'm running towards it uh also speed pace not my game not what i'm known for so the goalkeeper gets to the ball first but it's pretty close like like it's 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 pretty close definitely goalkeeper got there first so what do i do i throw myself on the ground i scream the greatest dive that you will ever see because you see i'm not a good athlete as i've established i'm not the worst actor not turns out like not terrible at drama you know theater like on the stage i i I, you know i spin it a little bit i do what i can so i'm like i'm gonna use these skills right now i throw myself on the ground scream completely convince the referee that i've been fouled he gives the penalty kick, it's fantastic. Excellent. We've won a penalty kick. Uh, so, of course, my you know, everyone's like, Matt, you have to take the penalty. Oh, no. So I, I step up, take the penalty, and proceed to take the world's, not the world's worst penalty, because because the world's worst penalty would, would miss the goal frame, right? Like, it would, be, it would be high, wide, whatever. The world's slowest ever penalty. <laughs> penalty like i just tapped the ball because i was shaking so much i just tap it and it just trickled toward the goal and then remarkably despite that fact the goalkeeper dives at full stretch easily blocks it but is for some reason unable to just like collect it like he could have like probably just like walked over and picked the ball up but for some reason was like full stretch dive it bounces back to our striker the real striker on our team who was a a young a younger player very good player and he taps the ball in for a goal uh and so you know for those of you at home who are feeling bad for me that i missed my one chance to score a goal in my soccer career, let me say two things. Number one, don't dive, kids. It's not right. It's wrong. Karma will get you. Uh, and two, you better believe that for the rest of time, I am claiming one high school assist on my career <laughs> record because I took the penalty that got converted into a goal. Uh, so that's that's my soccer memory for everyone. I love that. Excellent. Excellent. That was <laughs> amazing. The whole lead up. Amazing. Assist, definitely. I would for sure give it to you. 
One assist. One assist. I'm in the record books, Wes. Yes. One assist in a sixth, seventh place game. <laughs> that is I too stakes. good. I don't know how to top that. Boy, wow. Uh, the, the build up, the drama. Uh, my only regret is I wasn't there to see it live. I had, of course, moved on to uh, the collegiate scene at this point. So I, I wasn't so fortunate. Uh, but the legend uh, echoes an eternity of the famous penalty. That's a great job, Maddie. Uh, and he's, he's a lot better than he gives himself credit for. He was in the mix with that team that whole way. And he was also a big part of our basketball team, obviously, which is where my, my memory will go. Um, you know, I will, I will not be as humble uh, as him. Uh, I, I will go to a, a good memory, you know, going through this. The one thing you realize playing, watching, following sports is you lose a lot more than you win. You know, there can only be one winner. And everyone else is a loser at the end of the day, right? So you're going to have a lot more of those memories. So uh, I just want to go to my last high school basketball game that we won, um, which happened to be my my best game, which is why I, I remember it well. So uh, it was in the group stages of our tournament, and uh, it was the second game. So we won to go to 2-0. Uh, that qualified us for the semifinals. Uh, 27 points, seven threes for those of you counting at home. Uh, but those are the statistics. And unfortunately we went on from, from there to lose our semifinal and lose our third place game. We'd come third several times in that tournament over, uh, over my career. So it was, it, it had lost its sheen a little bit. Cause we really, you know, we were really hoping to play, play in the final for, for all the marbles. So it was it was bittersweet in a way, you know, it wasn't it wasn't quite the the walk off I would have hoped for, but it was it was a win. You know, it, it was our last good memory in a way. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the full deal, but it was it was a small way uh, to go out on top and in, 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 a, in a small way. And then uh, unfortunately, as it goes, we we fell off a little bit. Um, you know, the basketball team was a great, a great thing throughout my entire time in high school. We were always competitive. We were always one of the top two or three teams in our season and tournament. Uh, and that last year was tough because we were missing two of our best three players. Uh, Maddie had uh, been out, uh, with a bad step in practice. So he had a foot situation. He had a cast and everything. He was not able to play, uh, which was a huge disappointment for both of us. Uh, and then we had another great, you know, sharpshooter uh, named Hernan, uh, who was unfortunately a little too busy uh, studying and, uh, you know, uh, huffing the reefer to uh, show up for practice once a week. Uh, so that as well uh, was a was a maybe a, a sign of foreshadowing that that we were not going to be a team of destiny. So, yeah, we, we built up uh, a lot to that senior year. I'll always regret not being at full strength. You know, would have liked to give it our best shot because even with that, we were kind of right at the end there in the fourth quarter with a chance to go play in the finals. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be. We didn't have our guys, so I can I can accept that small victory I shared with you, and uh, I take that as a good memory. Yeah, and I, let, me, let, me, let me jump in here really quick just to say, you know, as Greg said, I, I, was, I was injured – uh, when that tournament came, unfortunately, I had a foot ankle issue. Um, but I was, uh, and this actually, you know, it's kind of a segue into the, I think the second theme, which is like sports watching for a lot of us. 
Um, I'm really glad, Greg. I, I was I was hoping you were gonna go there. I had a feeling Greg was gonna go to this game, and I I will always remember I was at the tournament. You know, I was on the bench. I had crutches. I was you know, uh, Greg. Greg is is uh, he says he's not being humble, but he is being humble because without you know Arnon and and myself without the better players, that was a huge game to make it into the knockout round. Uh, and he went to a different level. I think it's fair to say, Greg, like that the it's the best I've ever seen him play in person. And yeah, I mean, not certainly... going to be confused with Steph Curry anytime soon, but you know, <laughs> I knocked down, I knocked down a few I mean, jump shots, you know, uh, seven threes, seven yeah, threes. Well, I found a way it to was, put it very impressive. In the basket. It was, it was electric guys. It really, it really was, you know, I, I get, look, I get it. It's not, it's not like you said, like it's not the NBA. We're not confusing, but it it was a it was a really cool moment because you could see he just decided that he wasn't gonna let us lose right like he wasn't like he was his senior year and he was gonna make sure if we were going out we were going out you know guns blazing full swinging uh, and I remember I remember one Greg that you know you hit if you were playing in the uh, in the big three it would have been the four pointer you know he hit a deep one. <laughs> And uh, and they called timeout and and we were just mobbing. It was it was awesome. It was a really really cool moment. So it was uh, not just good for Greg, but good for all of us. Again, a dramatic rendition, but uh, but uh, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, all of us with our Hall of Fame accolades, whether it's our our twenty four minute sub five k, our sub seven mile, uh, our soccer <laughs> stardom uh, for two here, or, or a couple lucky jump shots. It's it's good stuff. I want to kick off the next section. Can I do that? Yeah. So this this is just one I have to put on the table for talking about memorable watching sporting events. I've watched a good amount of sports. I've thought about this carefully and just honestly and candidly. And I don't think there's any way the Giants' first Super Bowl win over the undefeated New England Patriots I don't know if I'll ever be able to top that as a sports viewing experience. Uh, just given, you know, I was 18 years old. So, you know, you're really in, in the throes of it. it. We were in London watching. So it was the middle of the night. You know, we'd stayed up all night. Um, it was a totally unexpected run. Obviously playing Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time. And more to the point, in my opinion, the best football team of all time, uh, the 2007 New England Patriots. Now you can't rank them there because they did not win the Super Bowl and complete the undefeated season. But it's my opinion that if the Patriots had won that game, they'd be considered the best football team of all time. I mean, they, I'd have to go back, but I, I, I don't know if they had more than one game that was single digits that year. I mean, they bludgeoned everybody. They easily beat the Jaguars in the playoffs. They beat the Chargers by nine points and, you know, they were half asleep to go to the Super Bowl. And to beat that team in that moment, uh, you know, I'd never, I, I hadn't experienced a championship for one of my American sports teams to that point. Uh, the Rangers technically won in 1994 when I was four years old. So, you know, I, I was a little young. Uh, I'd seen the Knicks go to the finals and lose. I'd seen the Giants go to the Super Bowl and lose. I'd seen the Mets go to the World Series and lose and never get over the top. So just that that confluence of events, 
I, I just don't know how you can ever beat it. The drama of the game, it was so unexpected. It had been preceded by several other late nights in London leading up to that. Uh, every victory unexpected, everyone epic in its own way. We beat an incredible Cowboys team somehow. I don't know how. We won the coldest game, uh, like second, third coldest game of all time or something. I think there was like one in the 80s, the freezer bowl colder, but in Lambeau Field, iconic. I mean, it was just, it was just, you couldn't, you couldn't make it up. Nothing can top that run. And so as much as I value, there are some other ones. Uh, you know, when I saw Chelsea win the Champions League for the first time, I, I could throw a few others in the mix, but I just don't see how, you know, at that age, that atmosphere, that kind of run, uh, that, you know, that time of night, I, I don't know how you're ever going to top that. Um, I know this is obviously, you know, near and dear to the hearts of our our fellow podcasters here who are from Connecticut and staunch New Englanders, season ticket holders, big Patriots fans. So I know that was a disappointing day for you. You know, I'm curious, did you, I mean, so you guys must have been, you must have been what, 11, before. 12 we years, 10 years old? Eight. What, Eight 2007? We were, well, we were then nine by the time the Super Bowl actually happened. Just had your ninth birthday. Yeah. So did you... Right? Eight. No, because the if Super Bowl was, was 2008. It was yeah. 2007 it was season and then February. Yes. Okay, so we're, so we're, so we're nine. nine. I don't really remember. We're a year older than the year it is. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Glad we can remember that. Uh, you know, I'm curious. Nine's young. And, you know, did, did you have a sense that the Patriots you know, were undefeated, that they were an incredible team. Did, did you have that sense? Because I, I, I promise remember. you, I know your father did. I can promise you that. Yeah. Um, i trying to think if is this Is this the, the helmet catch game? Yes. Okay. So yeah. we went to bed at like halftime, I think, because we were. I don't, I have to say, I don't really remember. But I mean, I remember the... when they lost to the Giants the other time, right? That's not the first time they lost, right? So I remember this the was the first time. time. There was another time four years later. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. More okay. So you were a little young. You were. Yeah. We're, young. I'm okay. trying to remember if that was the first year I went to a game, though. Nine. Next year, though. That fall, you did, I think. Yeah. Leanne, is your dad, you mentioned he likes to watch sports. Is he a big New England guy? Um, I don't know that he actually has a favorite football team. He just kind of puts on whatever game his fantasy football players are on that works that works got to check that so. team but yeah that was just such a momentous occasion you guys were a, a little young i do remember going to bed and mom and dad talking about it the next day about the like helmet catch and everything like that i remember that but i don't remember it being like i think it was before i like, really process like how big like the super bowl was yeah a little before before our religious patriot watching time yeah <laughs> you guys have seen so many you know whether it be the patriots whether it be the red sox whether it be the South. i mean boston has been title town in the last 10 since we were born since you were born pretty much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to mention uconn basketball so i'm sure you guys can give us i mean you're spoiled for choice right of favorites you can pick from yeah honestly there's i think since like ninety nine, there's been like you know the stats. I was trying to think count how many, like thirty. Is that if you count UConn, maybe not that much. Twenty plus. 
Yeah, I don't know. You could do the math, but probably 20 plus. Yeah, if you count the women have won, uh, well, 11 counts 95, so that's 10. Mm-hmm. The men have won five, so that's 15. Patriots have won six, so that's 21. Then Red Sox have won three. Uh, four by now, now, I think. Four. Four? four? Okay, yeah. four, so that's yeah. 26. And then, and then the Bruins or Celtics, one, I don't know if they won. They won in 2011. Yeah, one each for the Bruins and Celtics. Okay, so then that's 27. So I was close with 30. Not too bad. <laughs> Not too bad. What's your favorite? Ooh. I think when when the Yukon women and men won in 2014, I think I remember that a lot. That was a big year. I remember because like the men were were much like more underdogs going into the final four. So I remember feeling kind of stressed. And like once they won, I was like, okay, like the women got it in lock. So like we're good. We're halfway there. And like I'm confident about that the women are going to win. So like the men pull it out here then, then that. And I remember that being really exciting. Um, and. And then I, I followed the Red Sox run to the World Series when they won in 2018. I must have just had a lot of time on my hands as a sophomore in college because I remember watching like a lot of those games in both when they beat the Yankees. Well, then I went to that, went to one of those playoff games mm-hmm. when they played the Yankees, the only one they lost in that series I went to, but it was still really cool. It was still a fun atmosphere. Um, and then I watched, yeah all the other when they played the I can't remember who they won Houston is that who they beat does anyone remember I can't remember they did in the beat World Houston. Series yep. yeah yeah not in the World Series but they, oh, they beat, beat Houston, Houston right? and then they yeah. beat the Dodgers so you're on Dodgers. it Yankees Dodgers, Dodgers. Dodgers. you're, okay, you're yeah. all over it <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that and that was I remember that being very exciting because I had followed that and I knew like all the players and their lineup and stuff too. So that was exciting. I'll add I to feel that like I, if I had to pick a championship, it would have to be when the Patriots beat the Falcons. Oh yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I I will say I not Wait, you're I, right. I forgot about any of the Patriots wins. <laughs> I will not say this because they went on and won, but I said at halftime, like there is still hope. Like <laughs> And which also brings me to like one of the other like memories that I thought of was that um, d- dad and I went to the Denver Broncos game at Patriots in, wait, I wrote it down. What year was it? I remember the game. Night, 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 night game. Night game. Our freshman fresh Because when I was like young, one of my first Patriot players that was my favorite was Wes Welker and this was the year after he was traded to the Broncos and I was like I have to go to the game I want to see Wes Welker still but it ended up being like a eight o'clock game Sunday night but I was like dad I still want to go like I have to go so we went to this game it was like literally zero degrees at like kickoff or single digits I think and the first half proceeded to be Denver Broncos 24 Patriots zero and we were freezing. I'm pretty sure we brought like blankets and everything. And this is where our seats are like way up in the 300s. And we like went down during halftime and we're like went back up at the start of the second half. 
There was no one else in our section. It was just us sitting there freezing. And dad was like, we should just go. I'm like, no, we have to stay, see what happens. And they did go on to then win in overtime. Um, so that game, like watching the Super Bowl, I was like, they've done it before. That was like, I think a couple of years beforehand. Um, I was like, they've yeah. done it yet before. Um, I think during the Super Bowl, they mentioned the game. Like this was the previous, like, comeback. their comeback, the best comeback they've had before. So like, it can happen. And as we know, they went on to win the game. Um, so that was a fun game to watch. What I love about that story is Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I that cool was actually the second time I had seen Peyton Manning because I saw him when he was on the Colts too. I but love that. That was uh, story. Malt, can I just add it for a second? Yeah. That it's like, what well, at halftime it's probably what nine thirty ten on a school night. And dad's not like, oh, really, Molly? Like, school comes first. We should go home. Like, <laughs> so Molly, I was like, like, I I'll stay. stay with you. I'll stay with you. We'll get home at, like, 2 a.m. You know, you'll go to school the next day. I'm a really good father making you go to school. <laughs> I will say I, because I was freshman. Yeah, so that was freshman year of high school. And I had English first period. And our teacher was a big Patriots fan. And I, like, told him. I was like, I was at the game last night. And he's like, that's so cool. And then, like, near the end of the class, I had said that when I, like, walked in at the end of the class, he had just, like, we were, like, basically done with the day. And he, like, said something to be like, oh, I'm, like, surprised you're, like, awake. And, and everyone's like, what is he talking about? I was like, oh, it's, like, at the game last night. It was, like, 2 a.m. when we got home. And he woke up at, like, before 6. So, good turnaround. <laughs> Um, was that what you were going to share, Maul, for your second memory? Um, I had a couple. I had one other playing memory I could mention if we want to loop back around to that. I don't know if anyone else had wanted to do another playing one. Were you going to do playing one? I'll do. I was going to. But Matt, were you going to do a watching related one? I was going to do a watching related yeah, one. Yeah. So why don't you go next? Should I go now? Right on. Um, yeah, I mean, my my watching related one is easy uh you know i don't want to step on the future any future questions i know there you know one of the things we might talk about is things you've gone to in person like live events obviously molly just talked about a live event um but my favorite sports memory watching was at anfield for liverpool everton uh in january of 2009 it was january 19th 2009 and uh i had just turned 18 uh nope that can't be right january 2009 is that right yeah yeah i had just turned 17 that's right 17 december of 2008 yep there we go there we go numbers we got it so really this uh, is just about figuring out how old we were at certain years in the life just a math test year guys it's just brutal nobody told me there was math on the podcast <laughs> um i had just turned 17 and greg you know who's here on the pod with me some of you may know we're brothers uh he was home from college and, you know, I was a senior in high school. He was a freshman in college. So, you know, we'd always grown up together. It was like our first year uh, of my life that we weren't together. And he came home and he surprised me with tickets uh, to Liverpool, Everton. And my favorite soccer team is Liverpool. Um, I picked them 
when I was eight, when I had just moved to London, because I thought they played at Liverpool Street um, in London. Turns out there's a whole city, um, some band like Beatles or whatever come from there. I don't know. <laughs> so I didn't know there was a city called Liverpool. I thought they played Liverpool Street. I picked them. They became my team. And I decided to stick with them. Even when I found out that they were several hours away in, in the northwest of the country. Um, so I'd never, ever seen them play live in Liverpool. I'd been lucky enough to see them play a couple times when they'd come to London to play like Arsenal or Chelsea. Um, but I'd never seen them play live in Liverpool. Greg surprised me with tickets um, for the two of us to go up to Liverpool. We spent the night and the next day we went to the game and they were playing Everton, which is the other team from the city of Liverpool. So it's like the local rivalry. Um and you know obviously that's like a really special memory for me because of you know the the family piece of it right like it's it's one of my favorite memories with greg um but it's also by far like the most uh like electric environment i've ever experienced in a live sporting event um you know and, and it, people really say that it's it's like a special place and and i can it's a, I testify to that. Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, they've redone the stadium a little bit since then. And I think they've, you know, expanded it a tiny bit, but at the time, you know, you really were like wedged in, in the stands. Cause it's an old, old stadium. Right. So it's like very, you know, kind of like Fenway, at, like Fenway park. Right. You know, how it's like old and the seats are really close together because it's older. And so Anfield similar to that, um, and I remember it was it was nil-nil for the first half, and then halfway through the second half, Steven Gerrard, who is my all-time favorite player, he's probably the best ever Liverpool player. Um, and he's from Liverpool, he's like a local kid. Uh, and he scored, he's the captain, he scored, and you know, like everybody stood up. And I I was going, like I was going to stand up, but I remember that I didn't even like have to actively stand up because. I was just like picked up basically by the people next to me standing up because our shoulders were touching and like the whole stadium essentially like rose as one in this moment. And I, I was just like, it was chills, honestly. Like it was, it was a really beautiful moment and they didn't even win. Like they ended up actually uh, tying one, one The Everton scored in the 87th minute. And like, you know, so it was, it was not even a, like the big victory or whatever. Um, but definitely by far my favorite sporting event um, ever. Very cool. That's great. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> and that, I feel like that just as you said, like, Oh, they didn't win because it's like the experience in the atmosphere that makes that it's so memorable. Not, I mean, obviously in some cases, like it's upsetting when your team doesn't win, but like, there's a lot of other factors that go into the experience then just the win <laughs> well said very well said yay that was great um leanne you want to go i know we're all dying to hear your softball story so <laughs> <laughs> it's not that interesting but um yeah so i played softball for many many years um i played a variety of positions mostly pitcher actually um, but also shortstop or third base were the other two um that I primarily um was in. 
And I will always remember there was one day that we had, we were like warming up for this game that was against like a really, really good neighboring team. And normally when you're, you know, warming up and practicing and you're throwing a softball back and forth, the first thing you do is you make sure that the person you're throwing the ball at is paying attention. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> what happened was I was practicing with this girl and my dad, the aforementioned, um, <laughs> he was our coach and he called my name to tell me, I don't even know what, um, but he called my name. And I turned and <laughs> looked at him and the girl that I was practicing with, um, wasn't, I guess, paying attention somehow to the fact that I was no longer looking at her to catch this ball and had started to throw it through it. I turned to look back at her and I saw very last second that it was just coming straight at me and I put my glove out to catch it. But unfortunately, the way that I had put it because I had such a short period of time to do it it was like cupped so that it went like straight down and then into my face and I just got absolutely like clocked in the head actually I think it hit my eye um but clocked in the head with a softball that was thrown very hard <laughs> at me um and I I think I was I was still able to play the game and I ended up being fine but like all throughout this happened probably like my last year that I played so it was I was in uh eighth grade and I held a grudge against this girl for throwing <laughs> this ball without me knowing all through high school <laughs> and I put it up constantly just to be annoying um but also because looking back on it it's really funny um but no, there was a, there were a lot of really good softball memories. Like I made a lot of really really good friends on my softball team, and um, it is one of the sports that I do enjoy watching. I also enjoy watching baseball. I think because it's so similar. Um, but yeah, that's probably one of one of my most important softball memories, if nothing else, because I was clocked in the face. Um, <laughs> can't really forget that when it happens because softballs are heavy. People. People don't get they're it so they're, big they're not they're yeah they're big they're not something you want hitting your face <laughs> um but you know I just wasn't quick enough I guess but also like you would think if you threw it you would at least shout that like the ball was coming at me right like I don't know what the thought process was but she said nothing I was like okay <laughs> that's partially why I held the grudge because she could have said something but <laughs> gotta give a heads oh, well. up got to yeah got to. you'd think you'd think exactly great story i love thank that. you i, I think i've heard it before but i'm trying to remember who absolutely has 100 <laughs> you know who it is yeah yeah we don't talk anymore uh but <laughs> i wonder why yeah no not unrelated just grew apart you know how that happens but yeah i love that i'll share i guess i'll share next um and uh i have another one of me participating in a sport um, so my, uh, skip forward to college, I didn't run anymore. I was on the rowing team in college. Well, I bet we have the same related memory for the second memory you have. Um, maybe no, not. mine's not going to be what yours is, I think. Okay, good. That's good. 
It's related to rowing, but it's not yours. Okay. I think <laughs> you know what mine is. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was on the rowing team in uh, college as a coxswain. Um, and uh, my junior year, I um, raced in head of the Charles, um, which is one of the biggest um, regattas in all of rowing. I feel like one of the most um, well-known uh, regattas, I said, besides maybe like Henley and like the Olympics. <laughs> Other than that, it's up there. Um, and it's always something that I was like, oh, like I watched Molly do it sophomore year and I was like, it's fun to spectate, but like, eh, not for me. It's like very challenging course to be on as a coxswain. It's got a lot of turns. There's a lot of boats. A lot of things are going on. Um, but then come junior year, our team, for some reason, we have three bids to go to the Charles. Don't know why, because our team was very bad. It was very bad. Um, so I was in a four. So there were four rowers and me. Um, and we had a great, I ended up really liking that over an eight because we all bonded very closely because there was only five of us and we like practice early mornings all together. We just, I remember when we put the, they put us together in the boat, they're like, like live and breathe together for the next like month. This is like your squad that you got to stick together. Wait, you did your lineup a month before? Maybe, maybe <laughs> like three weeks. I know. Surprising. Not that I wasn't, you know, the day before, but you know, you got to really practice. We raced in another race, like two weekends prior or something, um, as the same lineup. So, um, it was good that, yeah, we had a lot of time to practice. Um, and I remember leaning up, I was like, so stressed. You do like hours of prep. You like watch videos, take extensive notes. Like Molly was also racing that year too. We both went to, um, like a coxswain information helpful session, like how not to crash 101, basically. Um, so very intense. And uh, anyways, we let like day of all the rowers are kind of hype. And I'm like, I just like want to get this over with. I was like dreading it. I was like, I just want to be done. Like, I know this is a big deal, but like very stressful or whatever. Um, so much for like, we're like in our huddle beforehand and they're like, okay, like hype us up or whatever. And I was like, sorry guys, like I can't even like focus right now. I'm so nervous. So I have no encouraging words for you. <laughs> um, and we get out there and I feel like, um, there's other, like, maybe this is a thing in sports where like a team goes out there and they warm up and like their warm up sucks. They're like missing all their baskets. You know, the gymnast falls off the beam and warm up. Things just go really wrong. That's like how I felt our warm up went. We like so you have to like row down the entire course before you start, and like they make the warm up lane really small so that the actual race lane is quite big so boats can pass each other and stuff. And we're like so close to the shore, we're like crashing into branches and sticks that are coming down. Then we like went too far over, and then we're crashing into like the buoy line. This boat's like this like launch boats like you're in the wrong area you need to go this way finally we get to the basin and we're like rounding the the warm-up circle or whatever and then like my cox box dies um and luckily i had brought another battery but i'm like okay like could things just go worse right now i was like this is not good um finally whenever we start and like miraculously the race went off without a hitch um it went really well like we didn't hit anyone um, we rode, um, like very strong. We made like good time. We didn't get in the top half, which is what we wanted, but we 
were not close to last. Um, there was probably like 50 votes in a race or something. So a lot of people. Um, and yeah, it went really well. Everyone um, was happy like with the performance. We came close. Well, someone else came close to hitting us. It would have been their fault, but we didn't. So that was really good and <laughs> successful. Um, and uh, I like couldn't tell you any actual memories from the race because I just kind of like blacked out as the rowers do, but um, we made it through, uh, and now it's one of my, mo my memories I'm most proud of is um, racing the Heather Charles, because um, it was a great accomplishment, um, and that we did it, and that we did it um, well, and that was great. Um, Molly, Matt, you were also there watching. Um, you guys can both uh, speak to the spectating of the sport, um, but that's one of my other memories I have. <laughs> Yes, I I was happy that like since we were both rowing, it like worked out that you were on Saturday and I was on Sunday, so we were able to see each other, which was fun. Because if we were in the same race or the same day, we probably would have been like passing each other as you go up the river and I go down the river. So got to cheer you on from Elliot Bridge, I think. I think yes, that's where we were. Lots of fun. Yeah, I remember well. We were on the bridge, and I I remember that we were on the bridge, and I learned at like seconds before your boat was coming into view. Your mom told me, you know, she's really worried she's gonna crash into the bridge. And I said, which bridge? And your mom was like, this bridge. I said, the bridge we're standing on. People can crash into this. That we're gonna stand on the bridge. The boats are gonna hit the bridge. That doesn't seem right. And they did not crash into the bridge. And uh, that that was, a, that was I was hyped. I, <laughs> I remember I was real fired up about that. So yeah, it was a, it was a great time for sure. Yes. Yeah, was, there's many yeah. people who crash into that bridge. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw it later. I saw, mm -hmm. I saw a boat hit another boat. I saw a boat hit the bridge. <laughs> and uh, Rebecca expertly navigated her boat away from the bridge. And the other boats, it was only water. That's what it was about. Great job. <laughs> exactly. It was awesome. Thank you. It was Thank great. You. Yep. And Pat, and you passed the boat too. Like it was not easy. Like, there were like, there were many boats present. Yeah, there's a lot. This, I have a little video of it. And it yeah. there was up. like like four boats around. And then that's like when we almost well, when another boat almost hit us because they cut us off in front. Um but a lot of yell at them, get out of the way. I have the right away. Yeah, I did. And at that point, exercise. like exercise, there's all these boats in and out. It was crazy in there. Man. I, I remember my rowers saying afterwards that they couldn't even like hear me at that point because there's so many other boats. And then like the echo of the bridge and stuff too. So I was like telling him to like lighten up because like this boat was going to like hit us in front of us. And I remember they were just like, oh, like the girl in bow. So who's, whose back was to me. So she was closest. She was like, I just had to like yell at them to just like stop. She was like, I just screamed stop because like no one could hear anyone <laughs> because like there was so much going on. But, but yeah, that's, that's my other memory. Fun times. I will follow that up with, um, my crew memory which is not head of the charles i thought about that but then i decided to go spring instead of fall and do our 2k season which is in the spring and instead of like head of the charles is a head race so you have a boat that goes off every 30 seconds or whatever and then it's just based on time in the spring it's more of like a sprint race 2k straight down you got like lanes and whoever crosses the finish line first wins so our big 
race at the end of the season is Dad Vales, which is like the whole, basically our whole year really leads up to the Vales. That's the big, it's like the largest like two-day collegiate race. Um, So it's up there as like pretty high end. You get people from all across the country that come to the race. Um, And uh, I'll start off with like, so setting the scene was like freshman year. I somehow, because there was like no coxswains on our team. I'm also a coxswain. Shocking. (laughs) Um, There was like no coxswains on our team. I ended up being, even though I had no experience coming into college, um, being the varsity women's um, coxswain, because that's the boat they needed me in. So I was like, okay, I can do this. Um, And we had like a really good boat that year, but we ended up coming, we made it to the finals, but we ended up coming in last place in the finals, which really sucked. Um, especially since we had two other boats, our novice women's four and our men's four, both won. So they got their gold medals and I didn't get a medal. And especially sad because my coach basically asked me at the start of the semester, like, what boat do you want to be in? And I was like, I want to be in the varsity women. And I could have been with the novice women or the men if I really wanted to. So part of me was like, if I had only gone to a different boat, then I would have had a medal, but it was okay. We moved past it. And then sophomore year, um, we once again had a really good team, our four, and we got to the finals again, and we ended up coming in second place. So we got our silver medals and they have like, since it's a final, they have like a whole medal dock. Um, so after you, right after you finish, you get to like paddle around and you get to go to the dock and they like put the medal on you and everything like that. So it was very exciting to get to experience that after seeing everyone do it last year and not getting to. And then our men actually, the race was like the varsity men were like, right, their race is right after and they end up getting bronze. So when we were like leaving the medal dock, they were like coming in. So it was like all 10 of us were like, yay, we won. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was very, a very good memory to kind of bolster the losing freshman year, which I think you were at. I was going to say, did I? I Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Greg was there. You got me loose. I was in Philadelphia. I recall the last place finished, but I, I, I recall that it was, somewhat of a triumph like I, I i remember it being a big deal that you'd won the race before the previous year that they had like the year before my freshman but year didn't you have to win a race to, to go in the final yeah so the semifinals. Right. finals right well, so i remember that was i think we came in second right and i remember that was like a big success yes. so not yes. necessarily expected so yeah so i i remember it as, as a triumph win. yes i i do remember the uh shall we say sixth place finish in yes. the final race um right in the mix but i remember it was a big a big one before and it was yes. cool it was a nice little oh, event yeah. rebecca i think you were there too uh, i was there <laughs> yeah taking charge and uh taking names so yeah some good so, some good intermingling yeah so it worked down the end a little sad in the moment but and then you got a bronze medal and then senior, senior year we did get a bronze medal but that was like kind of like COVID year so there weren't that many people and actually we should have like won in the sense that Princeton usually doesn't come to Vales because they go to like IRA and their collegiate whatever but since they didn't have that they came to Vales 
So they actually had two boats in the final and they were like A and B. And we almost beat the B boat, but we came in third. But in the end, I was kind of not happy that we came in third, but that way I had a silver medal and a bronze medal instead of just two silver medals. Way cooler. <laughs> way cooler. So I know which is which. Way cooler. <laughs> so it worked out all in the end. So fun times all around. Yay. Well, thank you everyone for sharing their memories. Um, they were great, good all around, different sports, different themes, watching, playing, loss, victory, <laughs> in the face occasionally, <laughs> acting, yeah, all of it in here. <laughs> so I'll just highlight um two questions. We kind of talked about um sporting events that we've attended. Um, but I did want to mention, cause I felt like it would not be right if we didn't go through this whole sports memory podcast, um, and didn't mention our wonderful, um, final four in new Orleans, um, that we all, sorry, Leanne, you didn't go to <laughs> <laughs> the four, okay. the rest of us, um, had a, uh, great time in new Orleans. It was all of our first time going to the final four. Um, and Yeah good time uh and we we witnessed the um duke unc um final four game which is also coach k's um last game um unc sent him packing into retirement um <laughs> but it was a very crazy um atmosphere for that game because every single point was half cheering half booing and um very close game up until the end so yes if anyone has anything else to add about that experience <laughs> Uh, you know, if we're going to talk, if we're talking Final Four, a big shout out Uncle Bill, put the whole trip together, the legend mm-hmm. himself. Uh, you know, I, I know, I know that it was a, a real treat for me, high on my list when I was thinking about stuff and uh, always grateful to him for making it possible for us. Absolutely loved it. I was thinking about significant sporting events I've been to. I've been lucky to go to a few of them that is right at the very top. I mean, right at the top. I mean, always wanted to go to a final four, but are you kidding me? Coach K's last game, Duke, North Carolina, the first and only time they've ever played in the NCAA tournament. And that's the final four we got to go to. I mean, we could have been at freaking San Diego state uh, <laughs> against, uh, against which, which, who do they play? Uh, they knocked some poor team off at the buzzer. F-A- F-A- FAU. FAU. I mean, that was like a, a Boca Raton. I mean, we got and we got Duke, North Carolina. I, I I don't have a list, you know, one to five, but I can guarantee you top five for me. Easy. Easy. Probably higher. Yeah. Such a fun game. I will say that you bring up that ga- the following year, Final Four. I was also lucky enough to go to that because UConn was in the finals. So that game was less eventful, except for the fact that there was a buzzer beater at the end was pretty exciting. That was a great game. Um, But the fact just dad and I ended up going the following year to see UConn win very last minute because they made the final four and dad's like, I'm going to go. And I was like, can I come with? And he's like, (laughs) I don't know what else to go to with. Sure, you can come. So the two of us went and we got to see UConn win. The national championship was definitely a once in a lifetime or 
in my case, five times in a lifetime. But <laughs> to see them win it in person was uh, very, very exciting. Now, when the smug, when the smug Boston fans come out, that's when it's time <laughs> for me to call it a good night, go uh, fry up my lockers here, and turn on the uh, four and eight Giants on Monday Night Football. That's my cue to. That's my cue to find the door. <laughs> Maddie, and I won't stand for that. That's, that's it, Maddie. Wrap little, it up. Little taste. Little taste of my life. Welcome to my life, living up here in New England, bro. <laughs> this this is a daily occurrence for me with these New Englanders. It's unbelievable. Not easy. Come Not easy. Much. You you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine that the the Pats are are you know one of the worst teams in football. They're up here, you know. Ah, but don't don't forget UConn five times. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I gotta have something you know. to go But the final right. four in New Orleans with all of us together was definitely a a great game and a fun time all around to hang around New Orleans too. So mm-hmm. definitely a better venue than Houston. <laughs> um. Well, quickly, if anyone wants to share um uh, a sporting event that you haven't been to that you most want to attend. All right, I'll go lightning round. I will go. I did have a list. I'll say a football game at Lambeau Field because I know my cousin Molly here did get to do that. I'm awfully jealous. That. That's the that's the mecca of football, Vince Lombardi. Uh, you know, football is more for the atmosphere than watching the game. If I want to watch the game, I got my TV right here in my living room. <laughs> I want to be in that atmosphere. I want it to be like, you know, 30 degrees, you know, not, not, not negative freezing, <laughs> not 60 football Lambo for me. That's pretty good. I had a few written down too, but I feel like Leanne and Rebecca will, this is a reoccurring, um, sense to say, as uh, listeners would know, we have talked about this in previous, is the Tour de France. Rebecca and I have gotten that in the last couple <laughs> years. And I think it'd be fun to go to France and like just like follow around, around for a couple of days and just see the bikers and also get to like explore the different French towns. I feel like that'd be a fun mix of a, a whole like vacation, but also see some sports along the way. Because we actually have seen it. Yes. And we saw the last, we had no idea what was going on, um, but we saw the last um, leg in down the Champs-Élysées um, back in 2012. So I thought so. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you want to be in the mix in the mountains. And, the mountains yeah. and be able to actually understand what's happening because when we were 13 watching them whiz by 10 times, we had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just one. I had other lists, but people can bounce around. Uh, I'll jump in. I would love to go to a World Cup final. That for me, mm. would be the be the pinnacle. I think you missed the boat. I mean, the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best one of all time was about twelve months ago. So, uh... hey, in uh, three years, it'll be in the United States. So Could be a chance. Now's Could the be time a chance. to go. We're trying We're to get, get dad to keep his Patriot season tickets so we can get tickets to the game that's going to be at Gillette Stadium. So we'll see if that actually happens. I don't know if they'll even get a bonus for being a season. Like, player, yeah, pre-access or whatever. But I think that'd be very cool. <laughs> I really, I really actually, uh, now that Greg mentions it, though, I really blew it because <laughs> the best ever World Cup final was... 12 months ago, featuring the world's greatest ever player. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to get some 
dodgy next year in whatever Los Angeles. Is it Los Angeles or New York? I don't even know. Some ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be like Turks and Caicos versus Wales. Yeah, Wales, exactly. <laughs> um oh i guess i didn't think enough i would say um what would i like to go to um i feel like maybe the winter olympics um i mean we've been to some um of the summer olympics events which was very cool um in london 2012 um i definitely would love to go to another summer olympics and go to some different events but i feel like winter olympics it would be very cool to see um like skating or um i don't know how exactly you watch like downhill skiing but there's a good viewing platform for that that would be kind of cool um and so yeah i feel like that's probably up there on my list um but i feel like i would also put soccer though I feel like watching the last two world cups has been very exciting um and i enjoy watching a lot so put that up there guess that just leaves me (laughs) um so i actually can bounce off of you becca because i was going to say the olympics would be a really cool just general thing to go to i don't know if i have a preference between summer or winter although skating would be very very cool i always like get sucked into like videos on youtube of you know figure skating because it's just like so elegant and it's just it's great um but yeah the olympics for sure would be one sports thing that I was <laughs> interested in actually going to see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone have any other um final sports things they want to mention? <laughs> we got any updated scores? This has the game started tonight. <laughs> I think we got kickoff. We got kickoff, you know, when uh <laughs> in the background but maybe we can uh, cook up a little something I, I don't even know who's playing tonight <laughs> why is there two games tonight oh there are two wait Green you know, the nfl will stop at nothing to try and uh satiate their appetite for uh consumption and fandom yeah so exactly not sure what they're pulling here but I'm sure it's part of the big master evil plan of course but they're on <laughs> at the same time though so i don't know how that could be beneficial that's why we sit where we sit and they sit where they sit. No? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What can, what can I say? Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on the pod. It's been very exciting to mash our two interests um, and our combined interest of podcasting, if you will. <laughs> um, this has been great. And yeah, thanks for, for being here. Chat thanks with for us. having us. Yes, thank it's you. Been- such a blast great conversation thank you guys very generous of you and let's not make it the last time eh yeah 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 come back Enjoy us and we'll hop on your podcast that we end up doing <laughs> we will it, it will be arranged it will be arranged awesome awesome um well our listeners will talk to you soon um with our next uh book club discussion most likely um uh, as we all get through the 600 page book very long um and yes we'll talk to you guys soon bye bye, bye. bye.